Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Get up, get up, get up. It's the Get Up Show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Simon Says Podcast, episode number 73. I think we're somewhere around in sure. there. Yes. Hey, sure. go by whatever number it says on the thing when you clicked on it. Uh, it's Charlie and Maddie. Sean taking a uh, break this week. Yes, he's on vacation, family vacation at the Eastern Shore. He or tells something me like nothing. That. He just says, I, I will mean, not be here. He always says he's at the Eastern Shore. I think that's a cover for all the other places that he goes and the yeah, right. double life that he, he travels lives. a ton. This <laughs> is double no, life. No he's one... a secret agent, don't you know? Oh my God. Did you see? So, yeah, first of all, we know he's not on a plane because he no, hates flying. He hates flying. Did you see the whole thing about Southwest Airlines and their computer system going down and canceling like thousands of flights? No. Oh, my gosh. No. What happened? I, I don't know specifically. I know a friend of mine posted up on Facebook uh, this morning and she was like, hey, you know, what's better than all the anxiety about your first flight <laughs> when it's on Southwest. And, and, and then someone was like, oh, what happened? She's like, too soon. <laughs> So I think Did that happened today. Yeah, it was like yesterday, today, I think. Because my friends who fly Southwest all the time are supposed to be going to Boston. And I'm not positive that they were, that that was a Southwest flight, but that's their number one choice when they can. And they were supposed to be leaving today. Yeah, it's crazy to me. You know, you think about all the things that could go wrong, you know, with a flight or yes. you know, reasons why flights get canceled and whatnot. But, you know. We've all been in a business and had like, hey, sorry, our computer system's down. Imagine if it was a plane. And then think about the ripple effect. That's what's crazy to me. It's like, it's a company. It's nationwide. And like, if one flight goes out, then that's delayed, then that's delayed. The next like, flight, yeah, it's all interconnected and everything. And then you also, like, how much of it is computerized? Does that mean the computers in the planes don't connect to the company and... And, if it's well, just the terminal gate, if it's like yeah. the people at the terminal checking their computer system, if it's all all related, that's crazy to me. We're so, so reliant on computers and they are absolutely beyond amazing. But at the same token, one goes out and we are screwed. Have you ever had a flight canceled for a weird reason or had a, a flight problem? Let me uh, give you let me give you an example. This is I have a couple. Okay. This is one that literally happened. We were flying out of Greensboro with a stop in Charlotte and then I'd probably going up to New Hampshire, so probably to Boston. There was a there was a delay, there was some, you know, you can tell when there's about to be a, like uh-oh, something's getting ready to happen. They came out and were like, "So, uh, we apologize for the delay. Someone left the lights on in the fl- in the plane last night and the battery's dead." <laughs> so someone has to drive a battery from Charlotte 
to Greensboro. They didn't have extra batteries no, in Greensboro? They, didn't have a, they couldn't jump the plane. Oh, <laughs> so, I'd be like, look, I got jumper cables in my car. <laughs> yeah, that was one of them. That doesn't uh, work. Yeah, the battery. Someone left the lights on. Someone left the overhead light on in the car. See, kids, it does happen. <laughs> it will kill the battery. Yeah. And that was insane to me, but I was like, oh, yeah. yeah, you would think, but that was the best part. So then someone had to drive the battery from Charlotte to Greensboro. And then we got on the plane and flew from Greensboro to back to Charlotte. I don't Wait, know. We gave the guy a ride home. I don't <laughs> Probably, which is also ridiculous. That's the one that always makes me laugh. Cause I always check when I'm going to fly. I'd prefer to fly out of Greensboro cause it's the closest, but I always check Charlotte and Raleigh and, you know, see if there's a big price difference or whatever. And a lot of times it will be cheaper to fly from Greensboro to Charlotte to your destination than to fly from Charlotte to your destination. Yeah, I... Why does that make any sense? I don't know. The last one I did was actually from Raleigh, but that's because I found a, a nonstop and mm-hmm. that I'm all about that life. I don't not like to have It that. doesn't bother me. I mean, I don't like the time it takes to, you know, have to switch planes and everything. It's usually faster if you can get a direct flight. But as far as switching planes in the airport, I have friends who like have huge anxiety about that and they will pay a couple hundred dollars more to not have to switch planes, which I'm a cheapskate. I'd, I'll, You'll suck it up. I'll, yeah, because it's, it's usually like an hour and a half. It's time to run through the airport, maybe get a drink if you're lucky, and then it's time to go again. Oh, side note, the other uh, flight delay, we got to the airport one time and they got on the announcement and said, I'm sorry. No one filed a flight plan, so we can't leave yet because they don't acknowledge our existence. That's like the first thing you're supposed to do. (laughs) You would think like by booking the flight, that would be the flight. plane 101. Nope. No. (laughs) Sorry, you can't leave. You don't exist here. No, the only delays that I can really think of were all, it's just been weather delays. I've never, I don't think it's ever been anything ridiculous. This one time I'd flown home to Indiana and um, had actually flown into Louisville because that's where my best friend's parents live. And we went to our hometown for the class reunion and we're driving back to her parents and there's these crazy wind shears coming. And we're like, oh, guess that's not going to be flying today. And she ended up taking, she went ahead and took me to the airport and then I had to call her and say, come back and get me. We're not flying. Uh, That's fun. But that's the only, that's the only real delays that I've had. I knock on wood. I hate to even say this out loud, but I've been pretty lucky with, with flights. I'm cursed. Okay. No, I, you can keep those. No, keep- no. My mom, though this last one was, so my wife hates it because she says that we have self-fulfilled this, this destiny on ourselves. We call uh-huh. it the, you know, our family curse is that we always have issues and she's, she's amazing. My mom, I want to, to write a book about my mom's travels. Um, one time, I can't remember. I think she tucked, she had toilet paper coming out of the back of her underwear or something hanging down. And she's like, yes, this very charming British man told me that I, he's like, excuse me, miss, you have toilet paper coming out of your skirt. Um, <laughs> wow. She, no, her last one, she missed her flight because she was waiting at the wrong gate. That was pretty neat. That wasn't on the, on the airline. There was something else. She, we just always, every time it's like, hey, you know, like, I'm have you get me to the airport at least an hour early so I can be ready for all the problems. Yes. It happened like when the last time we traveled as a family and my wife was looking at me and she's like, shut your mouth. And I'm like, it's coming. She's like, shut your mouth. And sure enough, the lady came on, you know, the, the gate attendant was like, 
I'm sorry. We have a blah, blah. and she's like, "Damn you! What did you do?" She's second guessing marrying into your family, isn't yeah. she? No travel car. Tra- my travel is not good. <laughs> we saw. Did you remember the story uh, we had it a few days ago about that kids show? Um, it was like the Lost Temple. They were bringing it yes. back, and that that had to have been like a early 2000s show or yeah, something like that. Yeah, it was kind of like a um, uh, one of the reality shows where they do a competition and they have to jump and run and climb. And it's like I vaguely remember it, but I know it wasn't something that I would, it wasn't, and it was you know, sort of like when I was watching. Like Indiana Jones based kind of, I mean, obviously like made for television and not really climbing through caves and falling in pits of snakes, but, but you know, those type of Poison obstacles. <laughs> Spears, Nazis. Uh, you <laughs> melting know. faces yeah all the cool yeah the ark of the covenant all the cool <laughs> things for kids tv my favorite kids game show i vividly remember was double dare okay did you ever watch that or was that no just because you? quite honestly you know all I mean? of nickelodeon and cable shows and all that was just past my childhood. See, I didn't have I didn't have cable either. We but didn't, somehow I was able to find like and maybe that's one of those things that I caught up on later. Like or or I binged on it, but I remember I loved <laughs> Double Dare. Like it was great. They had the coolest prizes and the stunts were always like super like one of my favorites was where you had to stick your arm up a giant nose and pick out a yeah. up, pick the flag out, it's covered in <laughs> snot. Or you had to dive down like a gullet, like somebody's, it's like a big mouth and you slide down the tongue and it's all baked beans. And Have you watched Ellen's Game of Games at all? No, I have Because haven't. it is very much those type of silly, silly games that they make the contestants do. And they're funny and it's all adults, but they're really just making complete fools out of these people. And Which it's hilarious. I'm all about, but yeah. I, I would love... And I feel like they were bringing back Double Dare for some reason. And the cool thing about Double Dare was it was like a kid and their parent. And I always would eye yeah. out my parents. And I'm like, come on, mom. I like mom. I feel like my mom would do it. But my dad would probably be better at it. I feel like my dad would be the more athletic of the two. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to need you to really hustle. Like, because we need this. It would be like the Sony cabinet stereo system or like yeah, a, a yeah. gift certificate to service merchandise. You know, like of all, course. all the finest, a Nintendo, like all the finest products. Oh, we loved some service merchandise back in the day. But I think that would be so much fun. Like, um, I was watching something else. It's like anytime they have a, a show on, it was more when my kid was a little bit younger, but when they w- we would watch like Disney Channel or whatever, and they would have like those competition shows and it would be like a, a parent and their child. Did you ever watch the one? It was... um. Oh, I was like, what's the name of it? There was a hole in a wall. Oh, yeah, it's called Hole in the Wall. <laughs> Did you ever see that one? Uh, I think I have. It was based, I mean, of course, they're all based on like Japanese game shows yes. where they just completely torture the contestants. Because the Japanese people do not care. Oh, it's brutal over there. <laughs> they're mean over there. Yeah. Well, this one, it was like, um, you would hear like a flashing noise and then a curtain would come up and it would be like a cutout in a wall and it would come at you and you would have oh, to yeah. try to fit into that pose. And I was laughing. I'm like, ah, oh, I would love to do that. And then, of course, reality sets in. I'm like, yeah, because I'm super athletic and flexible. <laughs> yeah. Especially when they have to like jump from one thing to another thing and they get hit by this big ball that just, bam, smacks them off into the water. Oh, that um, that show Wipeout. Yeah. That was always that's brutal. It. Oh, that was always the one where you watch someone land. And it's like, I don't think you should hit your head like that. Like, I don't think he's okay. <laughs> well, I was always like, that was one of those things. I think it would still it would still be fun. To have 
and ad- something where we could do game shows from back in the day. Or, well, you know, even not even like the stunt based ones. You know, like if you think about the TV shows, what was the one? Uh, Pressure Luck, the No Whammies one. Yes. Like I would love to go on that one to the point where you, you even catch yourself doing it like. Were you time the button at arcade games? I uh-huh. always think of Press Your Luck. They've brought back um, $100,000 Pyramid, which it used to be only 50000 but now it's 100000 Oh, wow. And the other, we were actually watching it one night, and it was Dr. Oz and his daughter were the celebrities that were on it. And then, you know, they have two rando contestants. And his daughter was very good at the game. Dr. Oz is terrible. Isn't it like tri- like guessing trivia? Like you have to give well, out a, give a clues. Yes, like there's a there's a word, and I have to give you clues to decide, you know, to guess the word. Like say it's elephant. I'd have to say circus, large animal, trunk, uh, giraffe, a <laughs> uh, uh, hippo, a oh, guide. And then there's like um, one would be things you take in a swimming pool, and I'd say, um, swimmies. Diving board. Oh, you can't say swimmies. Ah, use I the can. word. No, or it's, let's say it's things you would take in a pool. Oh. So, whatever. Anyway, point being, but. I know what I wouldn't take like, in a pool because there's I'd a die in there. I think I'd be great on that show. <laughs> of course, I also think I'd be great on music trivia shows, except when you ask me music trivia, I clam up like a like I've never okay known any of it ever in my life that's why i go back to pressure luck because if i can't if i if i'm not mistaken all i had to do was hit the button i think <laughs> you know what you did you didn't have to answer you anything. don't have to you answer any questions had to hit it and it yeah. had to land right all i have to do is hit a button it was kind of like a slot machine wasn't it yeah pretty much <laughs> it's like going to a celebration station and playing one of those games and i'm like boom i get the tickets i, I, can, I win i don't have to know things yeah so but i would love to still i think it would be very fun if there was a way to do something like that. Like, I know there's no way to do it, but like if there was a bar where you could do, you know, like they had like a game show kind of thing or, you know, like some sort of theme park where you could go and someone should make like a traveling game show like that that goes well, around, they do, to you know, I places. mean, maybe that's more accessible because, you know, like Wheel of Fortune will come around or like they bring certain shows come around. They have a traveling show. Yeah, then you got to try out and it's like, the can, will the contestants like you and this kind of stuff and yeah. Oh yeah, it turns into a reality show. Am I the edgy one? Right. I'm the bad boy. <laughs> You're the mean one. I realized um, we had a we had a story on the air about um, cars are lasting on the road longer. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, the average age is like, I think it was like, what, 12 years or something like that? I think so, yeah. And we decided mine was eight. I still own, so my, I have a Jetta, and that was going to be my hand-me-down car for my kid. Mm-hmm. Although, God help me, I got to teach her how to drive a manual. <laughs> um, I think you should. No, I absolutely I think it's awesome. That used to be like one of my roles of life, that everyone should know how to drive a stick shift. They're not, it's not as imperative now because it's hard to find a car that's a stick shift, but it's a super cool thing to know. Yeah. My kid was already like, dad, nobody has that anymore. Doesn't what? matter, dude. You drive what I give you or you walk. I, well. Come on. <laughs> that's funny. Were you in the room? <laughs> but I was laughing because I remember when I'm like my first car, um, and, and this is follow me on this weird connector. So I was downtown 
and uh, with a friend of mine the other night, which was, first of all, which was crazy fun. I hadn't seen, I had a friend of mine come into town because his daughter was looking at UNCG as a school, mm-hmm. which first of all, that's impossible that we're all that old that we're, you know, a kid could be going into, into college. Second of all, um, it was funny just to be out with my friends again and like, it had, I had more bro hugs in, in in a single day than I've had in the last year and a half. I was right. like, oh my God. Acting normal. So and Come here. Great. But my buddy and I were sitting at Little Brother Brewery down on um, Elm Street in Greensboro, right across from Natty's. And I, you always forget. So we're sitting there talking and talking and talking. And all of a sudden you hear the train coming and it's like, oh God. So then the train comes by. And so you got to stop the conversation for that. Yep, got to wait. And then the, the new thing was, and, and I caught myself being like that old guy. So all the guys wanted to come by with the super loud exhaust. Like, have you noticed this has become, and I know it's always been a thing, but it's like more and more like the crazy loud exhaust on the cars. And it's sometimes on cars you don't expect. Like if it's one of those big old trucks, you know, that's shooting out the black smoke, you expect that to be loud. But um, just earlier today, I heard one and I thought, God, what's that? Is it a motorcycle? And it turned out it was a very nice Dodge Charger that they'd put some loud. See, but I've been seeing more rank sound and muffler on it. So I've been watching like a ton of car stuff on YouTube, and so guys getting souped up mufflers or making the cars and trucks louder. What I love is when it's on something that you would, when you say you wouldn't expect. So like this one car went by, and his back was to the road, my buddy, and the the car goes by, and it's crazy loud, like just. Blah, blah, blah. And he looks at me, he's like, oh my God. And I was like, that was a Honda Civic. Yeah. Like that wasn't even what you would expect. Or or like, um, and then like two motorcycles went by and, you know, of course they did it too. And it was just like, so it's funny. So we, in between our conversations, we had to be interrupted by, you know, assortment of vehicles, um, a couple of motorcycles and a few, of course a few trains. I was at Sheets on Wendover and I'm in the parking lot waiting. I was waiting to get a propane tank. So, you know, you wait forever for someone to come outside and please, please, dear God, come unlock it for me. So I'm sitting out there and I'm looking at this uh, Mustang convertible. It was like an older 5.0, like aqua. I was just like, that's kind of cool. And this big guy comes out just all fired up. And so the first funny thing was he's on the phone and he flies out and he's like, no, no, stay there. I'll rip your GD throat out. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this guy good. And he jumps in and fires that thing on. And it was the loudest exhaust ever. And he just, <laughs> ah, 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 and he just peels back and then takes off. And you just hear him tear ass down Wendover. He's going to get him. Stay your. I know. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> that throat is done. Um, so I look at the guy who is, you know, I'm on one side of that car. And then this other guy was like I, helping his family or whatever on the other side. So I look at him and we're both kind of looking. I'm like, that was impressive. And he's like, uh, and I'm like, so you're next. <laughs> and he's like, oh, the exhaust. He's like, yeah, hold on. But I'm laughing and I'm thinking about that because I remember even back in my day, there was something to be said about a lot. Like the loud engine noise makes it sound almost like your car is like a, a like a race a hot car. rod. Yeah. I remember guys used to put glass packs on their cars and that was a thing that made your muffler sound like really? even on like a Monte Carlo would sound. That's what my buddy you know? had as a matter of yeah. fact. He had the sweet Monte yeah. Carlo. Um, I remember I had a Nissan Maxima and the muffler <laughs> broke. 
meep, meep. No, that was the thing. The muffler fell off. And so I didn't want to get it replaced because it sounded, it sounded cool. Rad. Not <laughs> no, to mention, it didn't. no, it really didn't. No, it was, it was awesome. Um, and then the other cool thing about that car was, for some reason, like this was a really you know bougie feature back in the day for for this car was you could adjust the shocks for the ride. Oh, so it was like soft, normal, firm. You couldn't really tell the difference, and there it, whatever unless you put it in soft. And their idea, like a soft ride, was it was like on springs. When you'd have the old grandpa car and you hit a bump and it's like boing, boing, boing. Pretty much. <laughs> so what I realized is if I popped the clutch and then hit the brakes, it was like I had a, a low rider. Oh. And so that became my new obsession was me, like all the videos I would see and all the cool, you know, rappers. I had my my <laughs> my low rider uh, Nissan Maxima where I could make the car bounce. Yeah, I'm sure you looked exactly like those For cool sure. rappers. Oh man, I was so rad. But I, you know, I was thinking like, I had that car. I'm trying to think. I had that car forever, and I miss like there's certain cars where you just miss them. Oh my! So, Jeep. I mean, we talked about that a while ago about how like you know you well you had that Jeep. My Jeep was the number one car that I miss, and that was I actually saw one. Because it was a Levi's edition, and those were, you know, rare. They didn't make as many of those. And they made it in blue, and they made it in, like, a, a brownish green. And we were at a winery about a month ago, and I saw one. And, like, I was torn between jumping in it and stealing it and standing there and waiting to see whose it was just so I could just, like, fangirl all over it and tell them how cool it was. <laughs> I've, I love I've, that Jeep I so definitely much. know what you're talking about because I've done that before where mm. it's like, I really want to, I want to find who, who, whose is this? I mean, there was hundreds of people there that day and I was going to stand there and wait by their Jeep until they came out so I could find out who it belonged to. So, you know, what's funny is, have you ever thought about the idea that like, you know, people restore classic cars all the mm. time, but for right now, I mean, we're talking like cars from the fifties or like, you know, yeah, an old 60-something Corvette. My boyfriend just bought a 65 Ford Fairlane. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Is he going to actually like restore it himself and he's all that? He's going or? to, he's going to get it drivable and then kind of decide what he wants to do with it after that. So oh, it's it's that. a it's a project like they all are. It's, it's definitely a project, but it's cool. So how crazy would it be? So like, you know, a couple years down the road, something, <laughs> something happens where, you know, the money works out great. And, and so I'm like, oh, I, you know, it's time for me to get my classic car, a 1986 Nissan Maxima. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, Restored so to factory setting with the bass boost button, the equalizer, the, the springy shocks. My Well, definitely my Jeep is already classic because it was like a 78. But um, my other one that I would get again would be the, uh, what year was that? Nine... Like a 97 Mazda MX-6. <laughs> that's what I mean. Yeah. If you think about it, so like, and, and that's what's so funny is like you say in, in this, we've mentioned this before where time still doesn't make any sense to me. Where, oh, no. You say 97, it feels like just yesterday, but I realized the other day, I'm like, I was leaving a, um, this girl I used to work with in DC was turning 40 and her mom was asking everyone to record a birthday greeting. And I was like, hey, Jen, you know, God, I can't believe it's been 
Oh my God, 21 years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure I left that job five years ago. I, you could feel in the video where my brain locked up for a second because I was like, oh, yeah. dear God. So I'm like, yeah, 97. I mean, that's what, 30 something years ago. Well, the very first, the very first brand new car I ever bought was a 91 Grand Am. And I that one was a stick shift. I specifically requested a stick and they were like, really? Because they only they hardly had any available even then because that car, you know, people wanted it in an automatic. I was like, nope, I want a stick anyway. So that was my very first brand new car I ever bought. Ninety one. Ten years old. Nope. Thirty, forty. I know. <laughs> How long ago was that? I don't so, know. I can't even do the math. So that's what's crazy. 30. So then I'm like, so I started looking at back when I was trying to do something with the Jetta. So I got into where, the, do you, have you ever been to one of those like you pull it place, like places? No. So I went to one, it's like LKQ, you pull it, um, or LKQ, whatever, parts place. It's out all the way down Wendover. Mm-hmm. And it's like just a sea of- Seven, eight, eight, nine, one, two, three. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Welcome, get that car for you. So I was like, I was looking for you know parts for my Jetta. And now, of course, I'm looking for parts for a 2010 Jetta. Mm-hmm. But you know, you find close enough, but it's, it's that idea. You go to a lot and you can pull all the parts off of something- and I think it'd be so funny to look, and I've never looked online, but there's tons of these like salvage places and auto auctions. And I'm like, I started really thinking about it. I'm like, what's to stop me? Like I, my favorite car what, that I never owned, I almost bought one and it would have been the dumbest thing ever because uh, this guy, had, he had done all this like work on it and made it almost undrivable, <laughs> but it was a uh, Volkswagen Corrado. Oh gosh. And I don't know if you remember that one. It it was only around a couple of years and it was it wasn't the Scirocco, which was almost everybody had the Scirocco. I loved that car. It was like a hatchback. Uh, it was a real cool looking Volkswagen. The Corrado was like that, but it had almost a rounded back. It almost looked like the um like a Porsche mm-hmm. to me. I mean, someone else might say no. But I'm like how rad would it be to find that and then like fix it up and then have like I mean, this. that'd be super cool. And that'd probably be hard to find since they only made it for a couple of years. But like, I'm sitting here thinking, so if we go 30 years from now or 30 years from when I bought my car, which would be 2043, do you think people will be souping up and restoring the 2013 Hyundai Elantra GT? <laughs> uh Hey guys, listen, you're never going to believe it. I found this sweet 2018 Ford Explorer. Uh, It's got all original uh, steering parts and components. I had to retro hack the computer because it couldn't read my thoughts like, you know, we have used today. There's only a little bit of rust on the body. It's really intact. You you have to drive it yourself. It's the weirdest thing. (laughs) Speaking of manual transmission, you just have to drive it yourself. Speaking of driving itself also... I was watching just this morning. I don't know what happened to me. Like I've, I've got, I've now somehow become more a car person, but not in the sense of like, I like watching videos about car stuff, but I, I'm not like paying active attention, but like it was a video about the brand new Tesla. They have the plaid, which is supposed to be like the super high end Tesla S whatever, self-driving, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But the craziest thing about it is they have, they've changed the steering wheel. And so it's just, it's not even 10 and two. It's, uh, wait, hold on. Let me look at a clock. It's three and nine. So it's more like a pilot, like an airplane kind pilot. Of? So it's just a rectangle basically. Yeah. And so it's just the middle part of the wheel. Just and I was those- watching the guy drive it and it looked awful. 
Like, cause no, yeah, so I don't want that. It it is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. No, because I use. I mean, I use lots of the steering wheel. My you hand is constantly do, at twelve. What about what about the thing where you put your palm on the steering wheel and you swirl it around to turn? You know, will you be hitting all whatever? The that's that's not gonna work. Or how about? When you're doing a turn, which is funny because, I, you know, teaching kids to drive right now, when you let the wheel kind of spin in your hand as yeah. you're spinning around, you can't do that because there's no wheel. No. I, was I like, know. Can I, we substitute that? Do I have to get that weird square? I don't know. And why the plaid? I, someone probably knows better than me, but uh, it's supposed to be the This is Elon coolest. Musk we're talking about. He names things. I like that. Rainbow Ro- elephant. Joe Rogan was talking about him because he had him on the show and he's just like, he's an alien. Like he's he's brilliant, and if you think about what he's accomplished, oh yeah, Elon Musk is amazing. Like, and actually, when he hosted Saturday Night Live, he was kind of funny. I sure. found him charming. Yeah, it's just it's so weird. Like this guy has come up with the technology in this Tesla, uh, self flying rockets. He's come up the the flamethrower. Yeah, like, but all the stuff he does, it's just it's absolutely amazing. But then there's a certain point where you're like. Are you doing too much? And I'm not saying that he's the one who was like, oh, yeah, we definitely need a rectangle steering wheel. But I'm like that, like there's one too many advances. Like, all right, slow down. Like this is one thing too many. But I saw that. But, you know, who knows? In 30 years, everyone's going to be going like, oh, my God, where can I find one of those retro square steering wheels? Well, or they'll be like, look at this weird steering wheel. It like it goes all the way around in a circle. What were they thinking? Can you believe people used to use their hands? Yeah. I use pure thought for everything. This is the best. Turn left. So Father's Day is on Sunday. It is. I uh, I mailed my card to my dad this Ooh, morning. I've got to do that today. Yeah. See. Yes. Well, we've already reminder. given him a gift, but I like to send a personal card also. Well, I sent a card because I have not gotten I'm not very good at that, remembering that sometimes. Yeah. Well, there's four of us kids, so usually- that we can all go in on. See, my sister will like throw out gift ideas for, for my dad. And I'm like, what do you, oh yeah, let's chip in on an iPad or something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're funny. <laughs> You've forgotten where your brother works. Uh, haven't you? I miss the good old days when I would get dad stuff from out of the prize closet I've, anymore. I've definitely done that before in the past where I've gotten like the, uh, I think we had like a Sam Adams golf set. And I was like, ah, oh, here you go, dad. Here's a bunch of, um, um, but yeah, I'm trying to think. I think I'm going to hold off and just try to parlay it into, uh, hey, I'll see you in July and I'll, I'll, I'll give you my love and attention. Your kids or do you want, I mean, do you think your wife's going to buy something from the kids? How does that work in your family? <sighs> you know, it's hit or miss. Like she did them on. My kid is not very good at that. Mm-hmm. Like she, I, you know, and I say it to her all the time, like, don't, don't forget your mom. It's her birthday or don't forget. And yeah. I mean, I used to, t- and I'll help her, I did, but I did appreciate the year because I saw, there's a, a buddy of mine, I saw a shirt he had at uh, the beer run one year and I was like, I could not stop talking about it. And so my wife got it for me from my, from the kids uh-huh. and it's world's okayest dad. Yeah. That's my, I love that shirt so much. <laughs> um, but I don't expect it. You know what it is? Is there's just a certain point where I would just like it, it acknowledge, like it just right. acknowledge, I acknowledge mean, that, that you recognize the day. That's the thing. Maybe just you know, say hey, hey thanks, Dad. You're kind of awesome. Um, you know, I don't think like the kid asked me because I I reminded him he's on vacation this week with his mom's family, and I said, you know, don't forget when you get back, it's Father's Day. 
And he's like, oh, I said, well, have you thought of anything you want to give him? Like, of course, no. Well, what are you going to give him? I said, he's not my dad. (laughs) (laughs) That would be weird. (laughs) But that's not how this holiday works. But So we came up with something nice. And then what I will probably do is make a big breakfast kind of thing that day. But I mean, but again, he's not my dad. So I'm not buying him a gift. I give you kudos. I still want a petition to move Father's Day into football season. I don't think. It would make more sense. So you'd be like, hey, I threw you at this big football party. <laughs> Look, man, it's like, what do you want to do on Father's Day? I would love to sit around and watch, you know, football. Although it is weird that it's in the middle of June when like nothing's going on. I know. Nothing manly is going on. Well, my new my new favorite sport will be going on, although I'll be coming back from camping, but I'm, I'm, I'll be taping it and watching it. I am now addicted to F1 racing, Formula oh, One okay. racing. Okay, yeah, there is there is NASCAR. There's actually Olympic swimming trials going on right now. I noticed that last night. So there's a sport if you want it. Yeah, I'm gonna watch uh, these guys in these crazy expensive cars because I'm bougie. It's the it's the it's yeah. The, you're not NASCAR. You're Formula One yeah, racing. Yeah, the French Grand Prix. Come on, man. Know your audience. This is this guy. How dare you? I'm highfalutin. Um, well, that will probably wrap it up for us. We have done it. We proved that we don't need Sean. We can do this ourselves. Uh, it's gonna Were be we great. worried? <laughs> no. I wasn't worried. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, please, 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 please like, rate, subscribe, share, spread the word. You know, we, we'd love to do this. And if you are into it, please get it Tell out there. Tell your friends. We're yep. on all the podcasting platforms. You can say, Alexa, Play the Simon Says Podcast, podcast. And um, oh, Charlie you, just did it for you. you were listening yeah, exactly. Turn that up louder. I'll say it again. Um, <laughs> also through the Simon website, you know, we're all over the place. Just share it with your friends and get us some more listeners. Cool. And we will talk to you guys next Wednesday. Bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.